Benzes, fuck you had braces The all black Maybach, but I'm not a racist Insides white in the Katy Perry's faces Yellow diamonds in my Jesus I just might learn to speak Mandarin Japanese for the yin that I'm handling International hoe, that's my handle My Saints chunk on, light a candle El Gran Santo on the mantle In case y'all didn't know, I speak Spanish too uh, Shout out the World Wide West Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess Yes, still rock life familiar Says a lot about you if you not feeling us The homie said, hov, it ain't many of us I told him less is more, niggas, plenty of us everything around me Cake, 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 cake. 500 million, I got a pound cake. Niggas is frontin', that's upside down cake. Get them a red nose, they clown cakes. I should've never let you round cake. Look at my neck, I got a carrot cake. Uh, now here's the icing on the cake. The realest fucking podcast in the world. Uh, I'm just getting started. Oh yeah, we got it, bitch. I done made more millionaires than the lotto did. They made millions, big made millions. Ye made millions, just made millions. Leon made millions, can't made millions. Beans to tell you if he wasn't in his feelings. Uh, I'm back in my bag. My eyes bloodshot, but my jet don't lag. A pair of Jordan threes trying to chase this cash. Gucci airbag just in case we crash. Uh, last night was mad trail. I'm fresh out of Advil, Jesus rather will. We are by far the realest pod ever. Let's get it. I got that work, fuck Labor Day. Just bought a gun, fuck punching in. Throwing rocks, no hopscotch. Bet my nine million hit the right spot. Last night it was a dream. This morning a fantasy. Back when the only fan I had was a fiend. <laughs> Meet me by the Acura, cause the cops like to get help from the store camera. They always in my corner. But it's cool, I've been catching on to they formula. See, I'm a real loke, my street sign, I kill foes and rewind my endo, then unroll my reload. The bad guy never once been a hoes hero. He get zero. I said, nah, nah, bitch, pass the collar. Yeah. How'd it feel to be a real nigga? Real nigga, real nigga, product of a real nigga. Real in front of y'all. We gonna keep it going cause we can't be fucked with We unfuckwittable nigga Let's get it My cereal, my grandma can't control it. But 
We the greatest fucking podcast on this side, nigga. The fucking greatest out here, nigga. And it's unfuckwittable. You can take what's yours, but you gonna leave with mine. Then go home. I'd rather die. Then go Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris um, and the, mes the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will, I will say to you, uh, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Um, I, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did and, you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize, and, you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock was my man. Um, and uh, this, this, is, this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying and understanding the nuances and, and the complexities of what happened in, in that moment. Um, and I'm not gonna try to unpack all of that right now, but I can say to all of you, there is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. There's no part of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling of disrespect or, or insults. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No, um, it's like, you know, I'm, I made a choice on my own from my own experiences, from my history with Chris, Jada had nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, I'm gonna say sorry to my, my kids and, and 
my family, for the heat that I brought on all of us. Um, to all my fellow nominees, you know, this is a community. It's like I won because you, you voted for me. And it, it, it really breaks my heart to have stolen and, and tarnished, tarnished your moment. Um, I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's uh, award. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. What would you say to the people who looked up to you before the slap or people who expressed that you let them down? Um, so there's two things. One, um, disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I hate when I let people down. Um, so it, it hurts. Uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. And the work I'm trying to do is I am deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human and I made a mistake and I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit. Um, so I would say to those people, I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. Um, but I, I promise you, I am uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And, you know, if you, if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. This is a man. This is a man who spent 50 some odd years, <laughs> seriously, 50 some odd years of being perfect. And now people got to figure out if we got to be friends and if this is erectable, if that's the way to say it, erectable. People traumatize. People fucking traumatize. Who? Which one's traumatized? These young niggas, they see this shit on Instagram and, and Twitter all day, every fucking day. They not tripping about that nigga going up there. If anything, that got him a fan base of the young niggas. So we talking about the old motherfuckers, cause I don't have, I don't feel no type of way. I don't feel no type of way about the shit. So we talking about the people that's 40, 50, 60 years old who feel some type of way about that shit. That's who we, that's who we talking about. It has to be that that group, that group, that group or whatever. It's just how fast a motherfucker would turn on a motherfucker just because a motherfucker do some shit that's out of pocket once in a while. It's like, what the fuck, bro? You got niggas fighting for Bill Cosby who was raping motherfuckers from the beginning of time 
the beginning of mankind. This nigga's been raping people. R. Kelly can't stay away from a fucking middle school. A fucking elementary school. He can't stay away from that shit. You got bitches sending him money. Bill Cosby, they keep saying that that's a fucking conspiracy. But yet, here go Will, here go Will Smith. I deeply apologize about what? About what? The only thing that could happen, and the only reason why, it was like, yo, look, check. I would have hit Will Smith up. If I'm, I would have hit Will Smith up and be like, yo, we got to hit, we got to, we got to shoot the fade, nigga. Once we done, we can be done. If you whip my ass still, okay, whatever the fuck. Chris Rock don't want the fade. Chris Rock can't fight, nigga. He not beating Will Smith who, who trained to be Muhammad Ali. Are you fucking kidding me? He can't beat that man. And he know it. That's why he don't want to have a conversation with the nigga. Because the only conversation to be had is let's shoot the fade, nigga. That's the only conversation. But since he know he can't do that, he have to step away and say, I'm not ready yet. He has to. I have no fucking issues. And then I wasn't I, I wasn't even going to talk about this shit. It's almost like I have no choice because Will Smith came out three months later. Because the fucking world has low-key turned their back going on for a fucking mistake that he made. And some people don't even think it was a mistake because people feel like even when I seen the caption on somebody's video who reposted, they was like, well, did Chris Rock, did, uh, did um, Jada Pickett Smith receive a fucking uh, apology from Chris Rock? It's in fucking insane. Bill Cosby can rape 100 motherfucking people. The beginning of fucking mankind. R. Kelly can't stay away from a fucking daycare. And, 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 and these motherfuckers still get benefit of the doubt. This nigga made one mistake in 50 years. And niggas is traumatized. Traumatized. Traumatized, traumatized because they seen the nigga get slapped. None of the, okay. I'm pretty sure some of the, I'm pretty sure some of these people spoke up about the cops killing niggas, but goddamn, you traumatized because of that. You can't get on stage because of that. You can't get on stage because Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. What the fuck? If that is the case, then you shouldn't be able to walk the fuck outside because the cops killing niggas. What the fuck are we talking about? White folk, racist. That should be traumatizing. You should not. You should be bedridden, motherfucker. If that is the case, you can't go on stage. You can't go outside. You should be bedridden, motherfucker. Fucking R. Kelly can't stay away from a summer camp with kids. He can't stay away from it. He get the benefit of the doubt. This nigga make one mistake and this nigga got to deeply apologize. I'm deeply committing to earning your respect. No, motherfucker. I made a mistake. Okay. I apologize to him. Obviously, you don't come off like I'm coming off. But I'm just saying, you made a mistake. You apologize for it. And you step the fuck back. If the nigga want to fade, he want to fade. If he don't, keep it the fuck pushing. 
We're not going to be sitting here trying to earn nobody fucking respect. Who is these motherfuckers to be trying to earn your friendship bag? You will fucking Smith. You was probably the most famous motherfucker there. So I'm not trying to hear this shit. This motherfucker talking about they trauma. What the fuck is you talking about? Traumatized about what? Bill Cosby can't stay away from a fucking coffee shop and a smoothie shop because he got pill. He got so many pills in his pocket. He looking to drop it in somebody's shit. He can't stay away from a smoothie spot. He can't stay away from it. These niggas getting benefit of the doubts. This nigga can't stay away from a juices for life. He can't. He just ready to pop, drop some shit in somebody's drink. What the fuck? Niggas getting benefit of the doubts. And it's, it's harsh because it's like, yo. It's like, yo, these are niggas. Okay, I get it, but goddamn. Will Smith got to go through this whole fucking rebuilding of a character. Motherfucker won't shake his hand because he's... Are y'all fucking kidding me, man? I'm, if that's the case, I'm traumatized. What the fuck? I'm trying. My uncle stole my shit. My uncle stole my fucking crack. My uncle stole my game that I had. My uncle took my shit. My grandmama and them get high. I should be traumatized, motherfucker. These motherfuckers got millions of dollars in their pocket talking about they traumatized for some shit a nigga did about Will Smith. I can see if they stepped out and said, yo, this shit was wrong and all that. All right, fine. Traumatized? I don't want to talk right now. I'm not ready to talk right now. Trust me. If Chris Rock thought he can beat Will Smith the fuck up, he'll be ready to talk. I'd be like, yo, Will, we got to shoot the fade, nigga. Anywho, the fuck traumatized. This was going to be a podcast slash Q&A. I finally got some questions from my niggas who listen to the podcast. I got questions from strangers. I text all my niggas. I text all of them. I said, dog, why is it that I'm not getting, I'm getting questions from strangers, but from y'all motherfuckers, I don't get no questions from the Q&A on the fucking podcast. It's like, because we already know everything. It ain't about you, nigga. Right now, it's about Will Smith. I'll get to you in a fucking minute. Life ain't easy. <laughs> Life ain't been the fucking same since Will Smith did that shit. I need to sue somebody for fucking, what's that shit called? Pain and suffering. These motherfucking bastards. All niggas, by the way. I don't give a fuck about what the white people was talking about. The niggas is I have a problem with. Talking about this shit, Will Smith, they can't quote with it and all that. What the fuck? That shit made me want to slap a bitch, bro. It made me want to slap a nigga, bro. Come on, bro. Stop the madness.
That's not even where I was going to start today. That shit happened. That shit dropped yesterday. I had my whole little thing that I was going to do today. And then this shit, this news dropped. Like, yo. Will Smith is deeply remorseful. For what? Slapping a nigga? The only thing Will Smith should have said, and I'm going to be done with this. Only thing Will Smith should have said in that fucking video is, look, I apologize. And I feel bad that I slapped the brother on TV, bro. In front of the, in front of, and it wasn't even like it was real people watching this shit. They got all those hits after the fact. Because there wasn't nobody watching that fucking award show. He should have said, I apologize for smacking a black man up there. I, that's what he should have said. He shouldn't have been, I'm deeply, you could be my friend. No, 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 no. Chris Rock, I apologize to you, your mom, your brother, because I fucks with him. And the fact that you are a black man up there, I apologize. That's what he should have said. It shouldn't have been a five-minute I've been thinking, I wasn't thinking, I wasn't this, I wasn't that. Come on, Will. Are you you doing too much? And that's why people ain't believing this shit in the first place. Because the same way when you was in the war show after you slapped this dude, you went up on the stage and started weeping because you won. People was like, why this nigga crying? He ain't apologized to Chris. You should have kept it short and sweet. Sweet and simple. Short and simple. And should be like, look, I apologize and the black manship. Anyway, that's what he should have did. Because man, I, I because I I I I I don't agree. <clears throat> I don't agree with any of that shit. I'm having to deeply apologize. I, I don't agree with that. I, I'm sorry, I don't. Even if he was in the wrong, and most people probably feel like he was, and I still don't agree with him having to earn back niggas' friendships. I'm off of it. I'm just off of it. Chris Rock handled it well. I agree. Chris Rock didn't get no slack back for not punching him back. You had, you had a few people up there saying I would have hit him back. But Chris Rock handled it as well as you could have handled that situation so i give him respect i give him kudos for that but let me tell you something somebody slapped me if, if i feel like i can't fight if i feel like i can't beat him then i'll probably have a, a situation especially on that level then i'll probably have a situation i'll probably not be ready but it's not like will smith need these motherfuckers Chris Rock is doing well. Chris Rock is on tour with Kevin Hart right now, selling out fucking arenas and shit. Will Smith, I'm sure, is doing fine. Hell, the hat in the video, the hat that he was wearing is his hat. It's his company. I'm, I'm sure these motherfuckers is fine, bro. So it's not like they need each other for anything. So why else wouldn't he accept that call? Oh, I know, because he still feels some type of way. It's been three months. Let that shit go. You got slapped, nigga. It happens to it happens to the best of us. 
You didn't get shot. I get what you're saying. Was Chris Rock could be traumatized. Out of everybody, he could possibly be traumatized. You get slapped on the stage with, even though it's not a, a even though it's not a, a hundred million people watching. Even if it's five million, ten million people watching, that's a lot of fucking people. And then social media took it and ran with it for weeks. So everybody named mom literally seen that video. So I can get. I can understand if Chris Rock is traumatized. I can get that. And plus, you're not like a tough guy. You're not one of those type of guys. So on top of that shit happening in front of a lot of people, you're not even tough or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even be like, yo, I'm going to go get that nigga back, like, on some type shit time like that. So you can't even, you can't even, uh, Put that energy towards the aggressive part because you're not even that. So that shit is being built up and boiled into a system, and I get it. I don't get that, but I understand, you know what I'm saying, from like he could be traumatized out of all people. But the rest of you motherfuckers, go fuck yourselves, man. Before we get to this QA. I seen the Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever trailer. And let me tell you something, bro. I felt it, bro. You know what I mean when I say that? I was about to cry. The only reason why I didn't, because my peoples was sitting right there. But I was cry I was going to cry, bro. I felt dog. When that fucking that cover of Bob Marley came on, no woman, no cry. That shit brought me to tears, bro. And just thinking about, you know, Chadwick like, like that, looking like that, and people was talking bad about him type shit. Man, to see him in that video, because it was a video Chadwick put out, Chadwick Boseman, who played the first Black Panther, it was heartbreaking, bro. He looked real bad, bro. And I, I look, I look, I look, I scroll through like the first twenty comments and see what like the general thought process is. And they all was like on some negative shit. And it was fucked up. And I'm the only one like, man, that I, I told my shorty right away, I said, yo, he he he's about to die, bro. Cause there's no play in the world. There's no Broadway show in the world that got you looking like that, bro. And I was like, damn. You know? Black Panther, bro. That 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 trailer had me. It had me, bro. I felt it, bro. I felt it. It's difference, man. It's a difference. Rest in peace, Chadwick, man. Real shit, bro. It's like, damn. Like that, that was the guy. That was the fucking guy. Black Panther was going to do a billion regardless, bro. It was. It was going to do a billion dollars. It's a Marvel movie. Even if it did 800 million, that was his shit. Once you get into those Marvel movies, it's a wrap. And Black, it's not like those fucking movies are going anywhere. Like, it's not like. 
uh, The Rock with Black Adam, where it's like, okay, at some point, we don't even have to watch these. Like, I don't care. Only reason why I would watch that is because The Rock's in it. Now, I'm not tripping about that. It's just like, people like, I understand what people are saying. You can get typecast into the point where you just become that. But let me tell you something, bro. Black Panther wasn't going anywhere. He's all in those comics, bro. And that's what it seems like these guys want to do. They all in those comics. They in those comics, bro. Spider-Man ain't going nowhere. Uh, 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 the Hawk and the Avengers. Those movies, those guys will forever be getting 20, 30 million dollars a movie for the rest of their lives because they're not going to stop getting that until until they cannot do it anymore. And that's what Black Panther was. That was our next guy, bro. It wasn't Michael B. Jordan. It wasn't who y'all think it is. It was fucking Chadwick Boseman, bro, because he was able to be a head, uh, the head, even though he wasn't the first one, the first black head of a a, a comic, of a a, a a a Marvel movie like that was Blade, which was Wesley Snipes. In my I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was the first black head. Black head of a movie to do that. But dog, bro, today, that fucking Black Panther was going to do at least a billion, at least a billion. Let's just say it does 800 million. But those Marvel movies, those Marvel movies from the from the beginning always do. They always blow out those numbers at the fucking weekend box office. They always do. They, they, they're never not doing it. That's why they always going to make these shits. Because they're never not going to do numbers. Even if it's 500. Even if it's... It don't matter. That was our next Denzel, bro. That was our next Denzel, bro. Because not only was he doing that, he had a movie called 21 Bridges he was doing. I think the other one called Five Blood. I can't remember the name. Five Bloods or something like that. That bull, he 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 knew how to act, bro. He knew how to get into his zone, bro. And he did it, bro. That was the guy, bro. That was the guy. That was our next one, bro. Seriously, bro. Because when you... Bro, when you get into movies like that, that makes so much money... They have no choice but to pitch you in other movies, bro. Name, name one, name one of those fucking actors in the. Not, I'm not talking about the TV shows, even though those probably make noise too. But I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about name one actor that played a major role in any of those fucking Marvel movies that did not get a spinoff somewhere. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying spinoff in the sense of a spinoff of, you know, the Hulk type shit. I'm talking about, like, didn't get their own fucking head. Come on. The chick had Lucy. Uh, 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 her partner. I, I can't even remember these fucking people's names. Her partner has been in a million movies with Ben Affleck and all that before even this shit. Uh, what's the chick name? I can't think of her fucking name. The dude that do the arrows, that got the arrows. Fucking the chick 
the Thor, uh, the one that's in the Thor movies, the black, the Valkyrie chick. Him, him and her did a movie together, Men in Black. They did the Men in Black movie together. Thor is in a bunch of these fucking movies. We already know Iron Man. We knew Iron Man before. What I'm saying is, dog, you get those shots, bro. You When you in those Marvel movies, you get those shots. It's not like they're not typecasting. You get those shots. It's up to you to make the right decision on the movie that you make while you're doing it or after or whatever the case you get those shots to, to, to play different roles and build your, your shit up, bro. Tom Holland doing it now with Spider-Man. This nigga, is, he's on some Mark Warburg shit Why I see him in every fucking movie now. And I'm not saying it's from Spider-Man, but it's from Spider-Man. It's from the Marvel movies, bro. Fuck. Rest in peace, Chadwick, man. That was our guy. That was our next Will Smith, bro. That was our next superhero, bro. That was our next guy, man. That was a And I need people to stop fucking bitching. Motherfucker, motherfucker said something. What the fuck was his name? I wish I would have He said I, it don't matter. And that's why I hate with these niggas sometimes. We, we don't know from up to left to right ever, bro. We never make up our fucking mind. First minute we saying, there ain't enough black. There ain't enough black. But then we say, well, the music. They putting black music in places it's not supposed to be. Okay. When well, it's like, okay, you got Black Panther. I don't care who. I don't care if it was a black guy. I, didn't, I don't care if a black guy directed Black Panther. I do, mother. I do, nigga. I want a nigga in front. It's called Black Panther, motherfucker. It will. It would not be anything. I would not accept anything less than a nigga directing that shit, bro. I'm. I'm gonna give a fuck, bro. Obviously, somebody else wrote the shit because they're going off of comics that's been made since the fucking 60s and 50s type shit that's what a lot of these movies are being made from are from old comics but the fact that you saying you don't care if it was a black no fuck you nigga i do everybody playing that fucking black this and black that but then always fucking complaining when a nigga is doing some shit and i watched that ozark shit and i seen excuse me I seen Nas, they had Nas through the whole fucking show, the last show. They had them all through it. Yes, we need that look, nigga. I'm not complaining. I don't give a fuck where it was placed at, nigga. I don't care. Because we talk, niggas, niggas was talking about a way to get out of their struggle. What the fuck is Teller Swift going to say? To the fucking kid that live in the trailer park that a nigga can't do. That's from nothing. That's what they're probably listening to. They're not listening to Teller Swift if you're not all glam the fuck out type shit. They listening to the Nas. They're listening to the, the, the those white kids. They're listening to the 50 cents or whatever the case. You know why? Because of the trailer park white kids who ain't got shit, who ain't look. Guess what? They get inspired by almost the same shit we do. Now, we might not... You know, we don't we don't have the same outlook on shit because we're not even though you're in a fucked up situation I'm in a fucked up situations op, tr options and things get presented to us differently 
So our outlook is different. But if I'm struggling and a white boy can speak to that, then I'll listen to that music. Mac Miller. My regrets look just like texts I shouldn't send. And I got neighbors. We more like strangers. We could be friends. Like, I re- relate to that. Because I mind my fucking business. When my people, when the, my neighbors see me, I got my head down. I'm moving forward. I'm not saying nothing. And they can feel that it's not on no ignorant type shit. It's on some shit like he just on his on his type time. Like, what the fuck, bro? It's always, we always fucking complaining. I don't want nothing. I don't want nobody else to direct Black Panther but Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and, 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 and Nelson Mandela, nigga. That's all I, yes, nigga. Yes, that's what I want. Yes, you best fucking believe it because we're not going to sit up here and be bitching that the wars don't give shit to niggas, that niggas ain't never getting shit, and then when we finally get the shit, we complain about how we got to do and get in the shit. We're we trying to get in it. It's not going to be perfect. We're trying to get We're trying to get into the spaces, and you motherfuckers still find a way to complain about it. You still find a way to fucking complain about it. Why? We're getting into the spots. I don't like. I don't like. What the fuck? What the fuck is you talking about? So shut the fuck up about it then. If there's no. If if you're going to. Then shut the fuck up about it then. Because why would somebody that lives in a trailer park from the Ozark show. Because a lot of people was complaining about this. And Scissor. You tell me who would fucking that chick from the trailer park be listening to? She said, "Tell." She brought up Taylor Swift. Is Taylor Swift going to say something that she can get connect to? People are inspired by different things. People are allowed to listen, and I'm not saying that they're not saying people aren't allowed to listen to the music. They was just saying the way that the music is being placed in the show is why the fucking, why the black people got to be showed. No, nigga, the, that black music was played throughout that whole fucking end of that show, bro. It didn't matter if it was good, bad, or indifferent. It was played throughout the whole fucking show. Not the whole show. The last part. The last, the second half of the last season. And I said this. And I'm going to going to go. And I said this on the last pod. I don't know if I posted or not, but on on this is why you know niggas need to watch more TV or more movies. At the end of the Sopranos, they at the restaurant and the mob dude went into the bathroom. The mob dude came out the bathroom and it went black. So you leave it up to interpretation. The same thing kind of happened here. And Ozark, at the end, the dude had kind of figured him out and what was going on. So the son came out there with the shotgun. But what they should have did on some low-key G genius shit, they should have had the dude, the kid shoot the gun twice. Boom, boom. Insinuating that he killed the parents and not the guy who was trying to, like, come up or not come up but he was trying like he's a he was an ex-cop they they should have played off of that and that shit would have been dope because it's like two shots what if he killed his mom that would have left you up to interpretation i'm sorry 
That's what they should have did on that movie. But anywho, niggas stop complaining, man. Complain about every fucking thing. You get a show that so many people are watching. Put put my nigga Nas up there, bro. You got a movie. You got a movie that's called Black Panther that's going to do bare minimum a billion fucking people that's going to watch it. Bare minimum. I want a black person directing that. Plain and simple, bro. And if you don't feel that way, then we just not on the same page then. Because then what was all the fuss for? What was all the fight for? For us to be put uh, uh, put in situations perfectly fit? No, nigga. Get in that spot, bro. Fucking uh, Jay-Z did a fucking soundtrack for the Gatsby or some shit like that. I mean, what the fuck was that about? Because it was based in New York? Not one, not one nigga that had some sense went to go see that fucking movie. I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. Seriously. The Gatsby or something. I forget the name of the fucking movie. It was a fucking sing-along type shit. I don't even fucking... I don't care. Get in when you... Get in. It's not easy to get in. So you have to get in. You have to get into those soundtracks. You have to. Because those shits... Them, those shit seem to be the things that last that's lasting for a long fucking time. You need to get in those. As long as you're not sucking no dick to have to get into it, stop complaining on how you in there. As long as you don't have to sell your fucking soul. Ugh. First question. What made you get into podcasting? Ugh. Honestly, and this is a fucking long story. A very long story. What made me get into podcasts is this. I used to make music. I used to make music. I used, I'm not going to say I used to. I still make music. I dabble in it from time to time. But I used to make music. But when I say I was so into it, that's why I wish my shorty was here. I had piles and piles of music. And the one thing that I needed to do because I didn't know how to do it then. Because this was like 2013, 2014. And there was no middleman to get onto iTunes and shit. Because I'm like... Damn, you know, because I started, I was putting music on that piff at first. I was putting music on that piff at first. So, but I'm like, man, I don't want to be on that piff. These are original songs. I want to get my music to that. I want to get my music to Apple and Spotify. Like, I want to get my music to that. And, um, I've... I recorded all my music, but I didn't uh I didn't have nowhere to put it at. That's why all my music, if you go back and listen to Classic Mind, all those songs are made in like 2012, 2013. You see what I'm saying? All those songs are made then, but the album says it came out in 2015. Cause that's when I had finally figured out how to, you know, get a third party to upload my music. I had finally figured figured it out and 
I finally put my music up there. And uh, I had, I guess through moving or something, I had lost my music. Well, I didn't lose my music. Let me take it back. This was a while ago. I didn't lose my music. The beats, my computer, my laptop had just stopped working one day. And I wish I would have knew then what I knew now that I probably could have just went to the Geek Squad and, you know, and recovered that shit. Or at least most of it. But the fucking laptop just, it just, bur- when I tell you, I had a bare minimum of 500 songs written and another 500 beats. And they were all gone. Now, mind you, I still got my, my papers with my music on it, but I, now I don't remember none of the beats that it go to. Nothing. So, <clears throat> this is a long story, I know. I'm hope, Hopefully, I'm not losing y'all on this shit. So, I, 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 I felt fucking bad, but I didn't give up because... Um, I I had I was capable of putting an album out there, and that was Classic Mind. So I put an album out there independently, recorded it myself, mixed it myself, and you can hear that it's mixed and stuff myself because I wasn't perfect. I was figuring all that shit out while I was gone, you know, and that was the album out of all the music that I had. Not out of all the music, but. I put together, I was putting together albums. I had a whole plan. I'm like, yo, I'm going to make sure that I I got like three or four albums. So I'm going to make sure this is like here. This is like that. I had a whole thing. I had a whole plan going on. And then my laptop just stopped working. So I buys another laptop. No, let me say that back. Let me go back. As soon as I put my music on iTunes and shit. Me and my shorty is on Twitter. This We on Twitter. And when I say, because I used to sign up for social medias and didn't use them. I would just sign up because I'm like, yo, one day I'm going to need these shits or one day I'm going to use them. So let me sign up for it now and get my name to make sure nobody takes my shit. Right? So um, I had a Twitter, but I lost the information to it. I had forgot the information, so I had to create a new Twitter. Right. So me and my shorty, we are tweeting and DMing every radio station, every ready, everyone. Hot 97, 105, Breakfast Club, independent uh, radio stations, everything. We we just and I got I got hit back from two people. From two radio stations. Right. So, the one radio station, they were saying something like, uh, uh, I forget what they said, but I, I can't, I didn't go into that one. The other one I got on to, now mind you, I'm still somewhat connected, so I got, I hit all my niggas up, my fam, everything. That week was the highest rated show of that year. I had the most views of any radio show of that year, bro. That year. I got the information, I got the statistics, everything. They DM'd me and said, yo. So, 
we still DMing people. We still DMing people. Rory, this is Rory from the Joe Button podcast at first. He hit me up. Or somehow we got into a, a conversation. But we started, we was talking. And he start he started following me. So he started following me because of that that conversation that we had. The next week was a fucking anniversary week. And they played my music. They played my music on the Joe Button podcast. Now, I know what y'all saying. Holy shit. This is but this is like my first 3 months of me putting my music on the fucking on the fucking iTunes and shit, right? So my my I look at my I look at my statistics on my third at my third party app for my music, right? Cuz he's they play my music. The first couple of days I was at a hundred and like twenty five thousand streams, bro. A hundred and twenty five thousand streams by the end of the month, by the end of that month. By the end of that month. Now, mind you, I told you I lost all my music from the laptop being broken down, but I didn't quit. By the end of that month. I had 800,000 streams. This is my first few months on the fucking joint because I was we was hustling. Me and my shorty made sure my shit got heard from somewhere, right? So we hustling. 800,000 streams, bro. I'm not joking, bro. That's how many streams came from that fucking Joe but that Joe Button podcast. It said 800,000. Bro, seriously. And A week after that, cause I'm in the zone. And you look, oh man, let me cause I'm trying to explain this shit to y'all. Y'all know how, you know, the new artists that you'll hear, like J. Cole, you can go back to his old music. It doesn't sound as polished as it does today, but he keeps going and keeps going. And he gets better and better and better. And even though the music might not make you feel the same, you know that it's better because he's get, gotten better and polished over time. That's the zone that I was in. My first album wasn't I feel like it was good, but it wasn't as, you know what I'm saying? And I was work, I was becoming that artist because the momentum was there. So I started slowly going and going and going. And I know this is a long answer, but this is the real answer on why I started doing podcasts. A week later, Spotify emailed me. Spotify emailed me. <clears throat> and this is the, this is the contradiction. They said, this might not be any fault of you, of your own doing, but we feel like you are cheating the system. This is what they said to me. And we cannot allow you to put your music on Spotify. They didn't say we can allow you to put your music. They said we had to take down this music. That's what they said. They had to, We had to take down this album. That's why if you go back, if you go and look, if you go and look, and type in Classic Mind. I got two accounts on there. And if you go to the first account, you will see my first album isn't on Spotify. It's not. This is a whole bunch of... Because they took my shit off. Because 
they must have was like, yo, this nigga had just got on 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 Spotify. He already got a million fucking streams in the first few months. I already got a million streams. And it was back then, so maybe they thought I was trying to cheat the system. But they was like, yo, we feel like if they was like, if you reach this thing in era, email us back or some shit like that. So I email them back. They said there's nothing that we can do. They took my album off of their platform because it got too many streams in a short amount of time. Spotify fucked me, bro. And and I lost all fucking hope, bro. Like, that's the one thing I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have quit, bro. But at that time, Spotify was the place you wanted to be. Because they had so many fucking opportunities in that sense. To like, it was just Spotify. I knew about Apple and Spotify. The easiest thing to get was Spotify that time. And it was so many people. When I used, people used to send me links and shit, it would be always Spotify. That's before Apple even had his crazy boom with phones. Now every link I get is an Apple link. But if you go and look at my Spotify, my first album isn't on it. Not on any of my fucking uh, profiles because they took it off. And I got depressed, y'all. Because I'm like, yo, I'm finally, I'm finally doing this shit that, you know what I'm saying? Like that I love to do. It's not even a thing that I grew up wanting to do. It was like. I've stumbled across this because my OG put me on to making music. I loved making music. I had so much music. And I think that's the reason why my laptop crashed because I had so much shit on I had so much music and stuff on it that I think it just it just overkilled. Like it just you know what I'm saying? And then the Spotify shit, I was just like, man, I'm I I'm done, bro. Like I didn't say I was done. I didn't say it like out loud or expressed it i just felt like shit bro because they they fucked me bro i had over a i had like thirty thousand streams bro from me doing that radio station th- th- a week before and then the very the very couple days i was on a joe button podcast bro and this is back then where people was looking forward to their sleeper picks like their music picks and I was on there on an anniversary. So it even got more clicks because of that. I, it was the perfect storm, bro. And I'm not saying 800,000 different people listen to the song. No, I'm saying eight. they must have listened. They was listening to my music, bro. And they kept playing that shit. And Spotify hit me up, and my third party, my third party that I put my music up, they said there's nothing that we can do about it. If you want to upload your um your music again, because they wasn't, because I didn't know what was going on. So I'm like, yo, what what the fuck? This is this is real shit. And they was like, no, they we feel like this. They they said this is what they got from Spotify. Which was a total, not wasn't a total different thing, but it was like, yo, we feel like this guy is not real. This is a bot or some shit like that. That's what they said. 
Because I had just got on the fucking platform. And three months later, I'm sitting at a million streams. Bro, that's the only other reason why I could think that they would block me, bro. Why they would take my shit off. Because that's the only other reason. And then they, they came to me and said, there's nothing that we can do. If you want to upload music again through this third party, you have to create a new account. So I didn't make music f- for like six or seven years, bro. From that time, I stopped making music. I was just done with it because I'm like, dog, I put so much energy into that. And for, it seemed like for, I'm getting fucking these speed bumps every which way. And that's the one thing that I shouldn't have did. I shouldn't have quit. I Because sh- I didn't quit, but my momentum was shot, bro. The momentum that I was using to, you know, you know, get in contact with better producers or get in contact. Because I did. People was emailing me because they seen me. They, they was emailing me uh, beats. The dude sent me like a 20, he not 20, he sent me a 50 beat pack. He said, yo, you can choose anyone you want from this, Joe. Just make sure you credit me on the joint. All original everything, bro. I, honestly, I probably still got those beats if I got that same email. I probably still got those fucking beats from back then. Because he sent me 50 of them shits. I was getting, people wanted to shoot a video, everything, bro. And then the very, the very next week, and I was in a zone because I'm writing more music. I'm like, all right. Because I'm not even, the, the the music that I got, the 500 songs that I got, I'm not even really thinking about those, like, the, well, the 500 songs that I had. I'm not even, because, all right, I had, I was able to upload the music from breaking down the songs that I wanted on this album, right? My laptop didn't crash yet. But it crashed a few weeks later that I had the music up there, right? That I had, so I still had time and I was still writing music. I know this timeline is seeming all over the place, but trust me, this is what happened. And I'm not even thinking about those 500 songs that I got on the laptop because I'm getting inspired by you know things moving. Like I'm got, I got inspired for the fact that I was able to put music on. I look at my shit and I'm on iTunes, bruh. So I'm this was 2015. So I'm feeling like, yo, this shit is amazing, bro. So I'm getting inspired. I'm writing new music. I'm not even writing, like, I'm not even tripping about the old shit I got. I'm like, yo, whenever I need that, I'll just go pick out the basket. But right now, I'm just inspired to make new shit from new shit. You know, I'm from new beats and shit. And then that shit happened with that. The laptop stopped working. And then Spotify did that shit to me. And I'm like, yo, all my momentum that I had is just, I don't feel it no more, you know? And I'm like, I put so much time into this shit, yo. Like, like I, I came to tear. I put so much time into this shit, bro. So much time. I wasn't bullshitting. When Kanye West said, you got to put 10,000 hours in, I put my 10,000 hours in, bro. I was going in, bro. And I was coming from a real place. And I wasn't even trying. And that was my whole thing of making music. Because I was, I used to watch battle raps. And I kept trying to figure out, why is it, why is these battle rappers can't, Make music 
except for maybe Cassidy. But why can't these guys make it like these guys try to transfer over to make them? But they can't. I'm listening to their bars. I'm like, oh, that's why. That's why when you go back and you listen to my music, if you go back and listen to the first album, because my other albums, I don't I don't even like them like that. And there's only one out. I don't even like them shits because I'm just I'm not passionate about like how I was. And that's why you can go back and listen to my 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 classic mind album. Not on Spotify, on everything but Spotify. And you can hear, because I had to re-upload the album, and Spotify wouldn't re- wouldn't put it back. So. I had to re-upload the album, and if you go back and listen to it, I told myself I don't want to be like a battle rapper where he, I'm just talking about guns and guns and guns. So go back and listen to my, that classic mind album. You got hold up. It's it's like a story. It's, it's telling stories. Obviously, I put my life into it, and life is a bitch. And I got Grand Am. Where I'm telling a story, like I'm telling stories in my music, and I felt like I was just going to get better, bro. I I had made a song, I had made a song that was so hard. It, it was harder than any song on that classic mind album, bro. Uh, I really do like Life's a Bitch though, but it was a story. I had wrote a story right about. It was based off of me, but it, it was you know what I'm saying. It was based off. A son being killed. So this was the, this was the, this was it, right? It was based. The first verse was based off a son being killed, and you gotta look. And I played off the words so well, bro. So I get killed, and the my mother is running over to me to check on me, but she's oblivious that they are still shooting. She's not even worried about. I'm saying this in the verse. I wish I could remember it verbatim, but this is one of the songs that got took off of this fucking shit that I wanted to use. So she oblivious to the shots being ringed out because she see her son on the street. So she go over there and then my brother comes over to me and this is verbatim. I said, this is the first time my brother see me with empty eyes. Good kid, bad city. Some shit like that, right? So this is the first time my little brother seen his big brother with no hope, like no dreams, no nothing in his eyes. Because you know the little brother look up to the big brother. You know what I'm saying? But this was the first time my little brother didn't see no hope or nothing in my eyes. Like this is what I'm saying in the song. And in the second verse, I say, Oh, oh, this is the first time he's seen him with empty eyes. Told him never be surprised. Good kid in Mad City. But the hope's still alive. You got to fight for what you... And then she looked up to the sky and said, Pray. God bless for you. That shit was so hard. Uh, five shots rang out. Lost peace too late for sprinters, but his heart racing. Mom chasing, forgetting that the gun's still lit. As her son... As her son... As she realized that us. Uh, hold on, hold on, y'all, hold on. Five shots rang out, lost peace, too late for sprinters. Now his heart racing, mom chasing, forgetting that the gun's still lit. As she hopes that her son's still alive, reality kicks in as the blood sticks. Brother Tripp, this is the first time he's seen him with empty eyes. Told him never be surprised, good kid in Mad City, but the hope's still alive. 
Yo, that was that was that wasn't the that was the first verse, bro. And then the second verse was talking about how this isn't the first time she's seen. Let me see if I can remember the last verse. Uh, three generations of pure death. Oh man, because the second verse is about the mother now becoming on drugs because she lost her son, and this is the third generation because now her husband is locked up, her son is dead. Pure death. Um. Uh. Oh my God. She's still dad, but look, look, queen in her dad's eyes. Now she giving blowjobs for blow. It's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, I know. Until the rent pay, bitch get low. Wise words from a thug nigga. Lack of respect until them dimes hit her. Until her knees she go. Realize she can't quote with real life. She admires the corner, but she rather the whole block. 20 minutes from hell, last call for the road stop. Oh my God, that shit was so hard, bro. Yo, I had, I, I told a story, bro. And anyway, that was the reason why I started a podcast because I lost inspiration in making fucking music. So that's why I started making. That's why I started making. That's why I started doing podcasts because I'm like, yo, I, I I like to talk my shit, but I'm not interested in doing it with music anymore. You know what I'm saying? I I I literally lost inspiration and and you know what I'm saying. So it's like I just lost the inspiration to do it, and that's why. God damn, I got stuck on one fucking question, didn't I, y'all? I apologize. But yeah, bro, uh the 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 music was my thing because I was I was writing it and I was my whole purpose was not to write it like a fucking battle rapper. Cause the whole when I was growing up, Cass the, the battle rappers was popping back then from Reed Dollars, Cassidy, uh Enes. That's who we was listening to. You know what I'm saying? To the Jeezys and all them came out. But that's who we was listening to. You know what I'm saying? So I told myself, damn, why these guys can't be successful in this shit? It's because the gun bars. Everything is a gun bar. So I'm like, yo, if I can if I can figure out a way to tell a story and and, and make my shit like that, I think my shit would be more appealing. I mean, I had so much music in that fucking laptop, bro. Um do you think money buys happiness? Do I think it buys happiness? No, I don't think it buys happiness. No. Can it make you happy? Yes. Could it, but if you if you're depressed, if if things going on in your life, no, it's not going to buy that. But it can make you way better. Listen, I've been poor and I've had money. I I let me just end it like this. I prefer to have the money. What would you change about yourself? Um, what would I change about myself? And that's a tricky question because that's a tricky question because it's an awkward one, but. I would change the fact of, you know, being a leader. <laughs> if that makes any sense. And maybe and and I don't mind being it, you know, but 
man, uh, a lot of, a lot, a lot, especially in the game when I was in, a lot of people came to me, bro. And also a lot of people build resentment up towards me because of decisions that I had to make. And, you know, the thing about being a leader, bro, you, you get all those black, you get, so I'm not sure if it, that's the thing I would change about myself, but that that's a close second that I would change about myself. You know what I'm saying? Is being like a natural born leader. You you don't realize how many followers are out there until you until they follow you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like a thing where I was trying to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? It was just I had my OG and then my OG went to jail and I was just stuck with the leadership role. <laughs> it's like I didn't even really have a choice. But I stayed I was so I was so much I was my my OG young nigga, so it was like I just played the role like I was supposed to play, and then it was when it was my turn, I just knew. Today these kids, I don't even think they put leadership on it. They just want to be who they are. You know what I'm saying? And they they not really thinking about. And I'm not, and I don't even know. I'm just talking about the young niggas that I know. I'm not even talking about the back in the day young niggas because I don't know how they was and whatever the case may be, but I can say a lot of these young dudes, they're not looking for a OG to, you know what I'm saying, hold them down and learn from it and, and get those experiences from, you know what I'm saying, so when it's time for them to lead, I don't know, you know, a lot of these dudes are going to jail, a lot of these dudes are killing themselves, so, you know, I don't fucking know what's going on today, but the reason why I was still graduated from school was because of my OG, you know what I'm saying, the reason why that I can have ounces, but he like, look, don't miss school type shit. It's because of my OG, bro. Like, it was really because of my OG, bro. And, um, I became a, a leader by default. And the thing about being a leader, and I said it already, is that people build up resentments to you because of decisions you have to make. And, it is it just is what it is. You know, everybody look for you to save the day. They all and, and nobody never come cuz I was talking to my brother about this the other day. He was like, "Yo, bro, he was talking about something about like uh yo, yo, bro, if you ever want like certain type of advice from somebody, hit 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 our cousin up cuz my my cousin, he went to like this big ass university and all that and he got like he's that guy, right? But I'm telling him, bro, I'm not in the zone. I don't really need, I'm, I don't want to sound cocky, but I was like, I don't need advice right now. I, I was telling him, the one thing I need, you, y'all can't give me because it's not about that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, he's a, he's a four or five years younger than me. Anyway, I told him, is it'll just be nice because all the things I've seen, all the things I've been through, I don't really need much. I'm going to figure out how to make minds regardless. So I don't need advice with that. Okay. People can always use advice. So I'm not shine. I'm not saying don't give me advice. I'm saying the thing that I need that keeps me going is if a motherfucker hit me up and say, yo, how you doing? How the kids doing? You see what I'm saying? Like, how's everything going type shit? You know, if if I can get that once in a while, I'm okay. Because I took care of a lot of you niggas. 
know what I'm saying, on some type shit. And we're not hurting. Don't ever get it twisted. We're not hurting. But I'm saying I be feeling some type of way sometimes because it's like, yo, uh, I saved your life, my nigga. The least you can do is hit me up and say, yo, how you feeling? How you doing? And I'm good with that. I'm not asking nobody for no money. I'm not asking nobody for no help to watch my kids, take them to school. I'm not asking for any type of help. I'm just saying, like, yo, we all adults. We all, you know, got to go our separate ways because we got kids and we got to do this. And so we're not chilling with each other every single day. You know what I'm saying? But the only people that did, only people that have done that has been a few people. The rest of these niggas are in jail or dead, so they can't say nothing to me. You see what I'm saying? But I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm talking too much now, but that's the Q&A, bro. But uh, <sighs> I don't know why somebody asked me this question, bro. But the question is, do you, th- this, this is a real question, y'all. Do you think a married man have the right to rape his wife? I'm not even answering that question, bro. I don't know. Pepsi or Coke? You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? <laughs> Pepsi. Boobs or ass? Let me tell you something, bro. This is a thin line like a motherfucker. Because I like the way boobs, like if a female got nice boobs and a nice little shirt or shit, I, I like to look at boobs like that. But when you take them, when you take the shirt off and all that, I'm not really a boo man. I find myself not to be a boo man that way. I am a padonka, donka, donka, donka fan, bro. I love a nice. It don't even have to be outrageously big. It don't have to be. I'm good on that. It just gotta be soft and have some character to it. Like you know what I'm saying? Then. It's all go. So I find myself being much more of a, 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 a Apple Bottom fan, you know? Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to Nelly. But yes, a soft booty, a soft booty over some big titties any day. You know, a nice soft ass over some big titties any day. So I'll explain it one more time to y'all. Titties look good in a shirt. Like if a female know how to dress nice... Then the boobs look good. The boobs, the boobs make it looks good. But when I open up the shirt and all that, I'm not really a fan of like just going like, like I would much rather see that that thing plop on top of me type shit. Like hit my face like, oh shit, excuse me, I apologize type shit. Like I want the ass to do shit like that. Like I gotta damn near fight that motherfucker like Muhammad Ali and shit. <laughs> Is money important to you? Let me tell you something. Money isn't the only thing, but it's the only thing. Yes, money is very important to me. Yes, money is very important to me. I don't know how else to explain it. I love doing what I'm doing. I love doing podcasts. You know, I love making music at once. So, no, I didn't go in there doing it for money. I love doing it. You know what I'm saying? But I'll be damned if I'm not trying to see any 
financial gain from it. But I feel like the longer I hustle, the more opportunities that I have to make this. And the thing about the podcast, and which is a little different than music is, it's getting a little different now. But music is only like a young man's sport. You know what I'm saying? You can be 50 years old doing podcasts. So, you know. And it's pandemic free. Now that we know. What's your favorite color slash what's your favorite food? Well, my favorite color is orange. And my favorite food used to be, I don't eat this shit anymore, but my favorite food used to be hot dogs and chicken nuggets, bro. That used to be my favorite food. And my, my shorty before this one that, I'm, that I've been with for all this time now, I used to tell her, you cannot come to my house because I had, I had, when I was like 15, I had my own crib, right? I had bought my own crib with my own money. So I'm 15, <clears throat> 16, and I'm telling this chick, yo, you can't come to my house unless you bring chicken nuggets and hot dogs. That was my only rule. If you come to my crib, make sure you got chicken nuggets and hot dogs. Guess what? Every time she came to my crib, she made sure she had chicken nuggets and hot dogs. And I prefer the cheese nuggets. You know what I'm saying? I prefer the cheese nuggets. Now, this was a little bit before I knew about cheese hot dogs. The only thing I knew was about putting cheese on the hot dog. But then I went to, then I had a Nathan's hot dog. Because in, 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 in the city where I'm from, the hot dog is Deets and Watson. That that like that's the hot dog. And then the, the other place that I went to was Nathan's hot dogs. And I gotta say, Nathan's take the cake, bro. That's a good ass hot dog. I don't eat it no more. I haven't had a hot dog in my God, I don't remember the last time. I had a Purdue chicken nugget. Which is like the healthy version of the chicken nugget, so it doesn't taste like the chicken nuggets I'm used to. But it, they were good. <sighs> Three things you would take on an island. A shorty. The niggas got to reproduce, bro. I'm sorry. To go without pussy, bro. I don't know, bro. Uh, shit. The three things that I would take on an island. Hmm. If you're not giving me no boundaries, then it ha it has to be a shorty, right? So I have to bring a shorty. Three things, shit. It would have to be a DMX album. It have to be "It's Dark and Hell Is High" album. It has to be. And damn, damn, I don't know that third thing. Maybe. Maybe another shorty? Because <laughs> I got... And at that point, it's like... At that point... uh, man, I don't fucking know. A third... Damn, a third thing that I will bring on the island. I got to say something, right, y'all? Okay, so a shorty, a DMX album. Damn. 
And I'm not gonna get into the particulars like yo, because you gotta you gotta bring a you gotta bring something that got CDs or MP3 player. So how about that? How about I do that? How about I do that? How about I do that? How about I bring a shorty and I bring you know, I'm not even gonna bring a phone type shit, but a phone basically is an iPod today, right? So an iPod with all my favorite music on it, DMX and all that. Um Jeezy. Uh and man, I don't fucking know. My my kid, how about that? I bring my my children. How about that? Three things. Bang, there you go. I don't know what the fuck else to bring. That's that okay. Your perfect house. Your perfect house. My perfect house is I like the snow a lot, bro. Like, I really enjoy snow. Like, I really enjoy it. Like, like I love the snow. I would love to have a house. A nice fucking house somewhere where it snows 100% of the time type shit. Not a cabin, but a house slash cabin type shit. So, where it's like. Inside you get like the 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 the, 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 the furnace is like the furnace material is kind of like a log type of design, but you got like this nice little view of like the lake with the snow around it type shit. Like I'm just into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if I wanted to, if I if I was to settle like if I was in that settle down mode, that that's where where I would want to go right now. Like be there. Hopefully I'll explain that right. <sighs> Vacation destination. My shorty keeps trying to get me to go to third world countries, bro. I'm not going, bro. I know we from the motherland and all that shit. I'm not going to the third world country, bro. I'm not, bro. I'm not going, bro. I'm not. I'm not going. My shorty keep trying to get me to go. And cause she wanted to go to vac, she wanted to go to vacation. And it and she wanted to be a thorough country. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. She get mad every time I say that shit. <laughs> I say yo, fuck you, dog. But no, um, a vacation destination. I don't know. I don't know, man. This is a damn. I don't know. No, I'm not. Yo, yes, I'm not prepared to answer these questions. I made, I got the questions, I, but I told myself I want this to be genuine. I don't want to write down my answers to the questions. So I have no. This is a. These are genuine. Uh, uh. I told myself that I, I put the answers down. I did look through the the. I, mean, I put the questions down. I did look through the fucking questions, but I did not prepare answers to them because I wanted this to be as genuine as possible, as possible, right? So, man, I don't know the spot where I want my house to be in the snow. I like, I just like that. I just like that feeling of it being cold. Get to watch some, get to watch some fucking football while it's snowing with some hot chocolate. You know what I'm saying? I just like that vibe, bro. I just like that vibe, bro. And like a big ass, in a big ass cabin in the snow. I just like that vibe, bro. I just like that vibe. I'm a fan of that shit. Name five places you would. In the world, you would go to die. I don't fucking know. I don't want to talk about that. 
And these are ones that these are uh, two and two questions that I asked myself that I wanted to put put on here. Coffee or tea? Let me explain something to y'all. I don't drink coffee at all, but I got a little story again. Hopefully, this come is coming out good, right? I got a little story again. And this is how I figure out people get addicted to shit. Not, I'm not saying I just figured it out. I'm just saying, like, this is how I know people get addicted to shit like this. I always, monsters, those monsters energy drinks, ask my shorty, bro. I would drink three or four of them shits a day. Right? But it's not because it gave me energy, but because I just like the flavor of it. Like, I didn't drink it for energy. Like, I would drink it and go to sleep type shit. Even though it's very hard to do that. Because they do, they do they do boost your stamina a little bit. So, try to drink one of those and then laying down is not going to work. But I had a panic attack. Or I had some sort of attack because I had... My shorty had got me four Monsters Energy drinks. I drunk three of them back to... This is my first time ever doing this. I drunk them back to back to back to back. I drunk them all back to back to back to back. And... Like an hour or two later, bro, I went crazy, bro. I went insane. My body, shit, felt like it was crawling on me. I'm not joking. It fucked me all up, right? So, that was about three years ago. I have never had another energy drink since then. The thing about coffee, though, is... Coffee don't give me energy either. Coffee actually puts me to sleep. Like if I'm if I'm about to go to sleep and I drink a warm cup of coffee, it will literally put me to sleep. The only coffee I would drink is hazelnut with French vanilla syrup in it with some hazelnut uh, uh, cream. That shit is the greatest drink ever known to mankind, but I don't drink coffee. But if I was to drink it, it'd be that one. Um... We don't even have a, you know, so I drink tea. There's this tea out there called Tower of London or something like that. Tower of London tea or London of London Tower tea or some shit like that. It's like, it might be cheaper now. But back then it was like $25, $30 a can. It was a dollar a tea bag. There's only like 25 tea bags in a can. That was some of the greatest tea that I ever drunk. You know, but. If I had to pick, I like the hazelnut coffee over any tea I've ever drunk. But since I don't drink coffee and I I drink more tea than anything, I will go with tea because I, you you think everything tastes the same, but it doesn't. You'll run into a fucking drink or some shit that you never had, and it's like, yo, this is the greatest shit I ever had before. Let me make yo. Let me make sure it's the name of it, y'all, just in case y'all go look, look at it. Yep, that's what it's called. It's called Tower of London Blend. The purple can. Herney and Sons Tower of London. Tower of London Blend. It's $23.99. It's some of the greatest tea I've ever had, bro. Some of the greatest tea I've ever had. And people... Michael, all right, and this is the next question. Microwave or oven? 
Me and my shorty, me and my shorty and my kids, we haven't used the oven. My, I don't think my child has ever eaten eaten anything out of a microwave. Anything, unless it was from a store that heated up some. I don't know, but they never. In my household, like we we didn't purposely not do it. We just didn't do it, so we just never used one. So it's definitely the oven because we never use a microwave. Like we never used a microwave. And it became it's not like they're expensive. They're not expensive. You go to the store, I can go to the store down the street. It's 30, 40 bucks right now. So it's not even on some type time where it's like it's in it, like it's so expensive you just can't get one. No, they're actually really cheap. You could probably find one for 25 bucks somewhere, bro. We just haven't used a microwave in so long. And my homies always ask me, so what you do to heat up your food? We just recook it. Like, we just recook it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just put it in the oven, put it on the stove, recook it. Is it more work? Is it more shit to have to clean up? Yep. But we just like our food that way. I don't know why. But it just is what it is. Okay, this one of my friends, one of my homies asked me these questions. Do you like to go out to dinner like a date night or do you like to get the food and come home? Honestly, if we're going to, if okay, this is it's not a trick question, but most most of the time I like to come to the crib. And watch a movie like I just like I just like my peace of mind. You see what I'm saying? And more than not, I would like to come to the crib, eat my food, chill, watch a movie, and you know have our conversations and shit. Cause a lot of that's what we do during the movies. Like we'll pause the movie, and me, my family, we would have a whole combo. Like we would literally have an hour long conversation about the movie, and then <laughs> watch finish watching it. Like we're that insane when it comes to that shit right you know but it depends on the situation um it depends on the situation you know i i've been out to eat i've been to dinners before i've been taken out to dinner before and i will honestly say i prefer i prefer to eat at the crib Now that I got my own crib You know what I'm saying Like I, I much rather just like Let's hook up the big screen Let's watch something And that can get tiring You know what I'm saying Cause my shorty be like Yo let's go out today And shit like You know let, let's go Let's do something today But I'm I'm so private I'm so much of a private person When it comes to like It's awkward Cause I'm now It's like I'm telling people Like my Like shit that I do But I am really a private person Like like I really like my piece, you know. Um, the last time I went to a movie premiere was the Transformers. The first Transformer that the first Transformers that ever came out. We went to the premiere of that shit. Eleven fifty nine. We went to the premiere, and that was like the last big outing that we've been. Like we've been to like Indian restaurants. Um, we've been to. IHOP and shit, which was actually IHOP is pretty dope, you know. Um, we've been to a, a few drinks. We've been to a Spanish restaurant before on eight. So I'm like, far as like going out, like I've I've gone out to eat before, 
and going out to dinners and dates, but I will much rather sit at the crib. I will much rather bring, especially now that I'm an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just like that shit better. Mixed with going out a little bit here and there. In a relationship, do you believe in everything split in half or the man pays all major bills and a woman pays the smaller things like cell phone bill and electric bill? Shumpert said Iman Shumpert I think his name was He said something about Niggas with money Don't want chicks Paying bills Type shit Let me tell you something Let me tell you something Money or no money And trust me When I tell you Niggas ain't starving So let me tell you something Right now I don't know Cause he said the smaller bills Man I, man, I, I don't fucking know You know um, I, I, I honestly say it, it just depends on the situation Like it just really does depend on the situation You know um, I guess it depends on how you feel about that situation But in my in my in my thing, I don't know if it's the smaller bills. I feel like, yo, if you got it at the time where we need it, then you know what I mean, we need it. If you don't and I got it, then I got it. Type shit. Like it's just it depends. It's not really like you take the smaller bills. Like we're dreaming. Like this is how we're setting this up. It's almost it's almost some shit like, yo, we gotta pay bills. Shit gotta be done. This is like, you know what I'm saying like when I'm when I'm not trying to dig in my savings account and I got some free money here, bang. I got you. What do we need to pay off? Okay, we need to pay off this. We need to, okay, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, it's not like knowing that your month or your know, three months is cleared and you ain't got to worry about shit. Even six months. Okay, I got enough money Say I got enough money to the side for just my bills. I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. It depends, bro. It it really depends, bro. What it really depends. I I don't know. But plus plus you got to remember, now that I'm looking at this question again, you got to remember a lot of some places don't have gas bills and electric bills. Like some places don't have that. I remember one I remember when I was growing up, you know, my crib all I had to do was pay the bill and I had to pay a, a cable bill or something like that. Cause I went in there, he already had the person, the landlord already had cable and everything inside the crib. So he was like, yo, you just gotta pay the cable bill and the bill, but the electric and all that shit, I pay. That's what he said. So it it really depends. If I had a shorty come there now. We ain't gotta pay shit. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gotta pay for water, nothing like that. We just and that was that was back then though. So I don't know how it is now, but I'm pretty sure they still got some things like that. But anyway, I don't know. It it depends on how the how how the dynamic that the dynamic is set up. What if you have a good standing in your banking, your own money, and you decide to get married to a woman and y'all now have to have a joint account? I don't know about half. How do you feel with coming in with way more money than her and she now has 
access to it and you're not able to save like you once did. Uh, I would have to say that is your motherfucking fault. That is your motherfucking issue because you are a fucking fool to do that. Even if you do do that, let's say, you know, I'm not going to say you're a fool. Let's just say, even if you do do that, you always make sure you got that, that, that Easter basket, man. Even if you step into a situation like that and you want some shit like, all right, this my shorty, I'm down. You got it. You always got to make sure you got another account somewhere that got money in it that you just every couple of weeks or every week or every couple of days, you putting some money into that shit. You know what I'm saying? You putting money into that shit. Because my, my OG always told me, if you living with a chick, make sure you got money somewhere that nobody know about but you. Just in case that relationship don't go right or this don't go right. You got money, so if shit don't go right or as planned as you might have think it would or hope that it would, you can land on your feet type shit. You know what I'm saying? And I understand a lot of people ain't out there with just randomly 50000 in the bank or 100000 in the bank. So they can't, they can't have these type of conversations. You know what I'm saying? Because they, like, they, they don't have that money to be like, or they don't have the opportunities, especially now that the pandemic happened. A lot of people lost their jobs. So there's not a lot of people out there that's living where it's like, yo, they got to they gotta hope that these shits work. They got to hope that the relationship that they in work. They got to hope. So they, <clears throat> I don't know. All I'm saying is when you have money, when you have money, you start realizing how to use the money. At some point, maybe not everybody, but at some point, when you have nothing and you start gradually getting money, you'll start learning how to use the money. And the experiences that you got from when you were younger, you will start learning. The thing is, don't learn that. Don't like don't fuck up that much. So have her feel good. Have her feel comfortable. And if that's what you want to do and all that. And I'm probably talking in circles right now but have her feel good have her feel comfortable have an account where it's like sixty thousand in there or something like that that she see but you got this account over here with 30 40 000 you know what i mean just in case and then you every week or every couple you just continue to put money in that shit continue to put money in that shit just in case if it do some some niggas don't even want to go through the argument it's like you know what what you want you want half take it but you straight because you know you got, you know what I mean? You know you got some of on this side. So how do I feel about it? I don't know. Me and my shorty never had joint accounts. Why? Because she know my information to mine. I know her information to her, to hers. And I feel like I'm such a real nigga. I, I'm such a solid individual that I never look. And it's been 12 years now. And I just feel like, I don't know. I don't think that would happen because who like I'm I'm Kane, bro. Anyway, I can't explain it. But how do I feel about that situation? I don't know, man. I guess it just depends on if you ever been through that situation. I never I never been through that situation. But I would never I would never give a female joint anything of my shit ever. And I'm not saying it like aggr like aggressive like that. I'm saying like far as the bank account. I would never give a shorty joint, like, 
she can get the information. Like, she can get the card and be like, yo, you want to go shopping or something like that? Or you want to go do something real quick? I got you type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, some type shit like that. But, like, can she even see how much I got? Maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It depends on how deep the relationship is. Like, I've been in a relationship with moms for so long that it's like, yo, uh, I need this. Or, yo, I need this. Or, shorty be like, yo, uh... I need this or like we not even on like we not even counting each other's money at this point. We just like when we need something, if we I mean, it's like, yo, I got you type shit. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, like I'm saying, it depends on the level of relationship that you have on a level of comfortability that you have. I mean, if you're a bitch ass nigga, then you just a bitch ass nigga. Shorty going to take advantage of that. It is what it is. Even if you're not a bitch-ass niggas, females will figure out a way to try to finesse your ass. It's just, it is, it's part of the game. So you just got to be on top of your shit. You got to make sure you got your separate shit. Even if you give her the joint account, make sure you got your separate shit so you straight, so you don't have to worry about bullshit like this. You know what I'm saying? You could be on some shit like, you know what? Keep this shit type shit because you straight because you made sure you was good. So like I said, it really all depends on how you feel about the situation. I was saying something. Um, Nicki Minaj ass, right? Because I was talking about boobs and shit and ass. Nicki Minaj ass back in the day used to be, because obviously everybody knew it was fake. But back in the day, it looked so good on her, bruh. Like those videos she was making and all that, like the Anaconda, like those videos of her and her body and shit was so amazing. Now today it's like, it's like chicks that get fake asses can't stop. They just keep getting them bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm like, like Nicki Minaj ass now just looks horrendous because it's just, it's just so disgustingly outrageous big that it's like, okay, we already know it's fake, but it's like. Why like do like do they start like to lose do they just like start to inflate or deflate? Like do they start to like lose air or some shit? Like I don't know how the fake ass society go about their business, but I don't know. Like cause it seems like a lot of these chicks that got fake asses, they just keep getting their asses bigger and bigger and bigger, and it actually starts to look rough. Where some of them can actually pull it off, where it's like, okay. I'm not in the fat asses, but that's, you know what I mean? You doing your, like, that's a perfect amount of fake ass that is acceptable. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, then it just get outrageous, bro. So, I, yeah, I was, because I, I was watching, I wasn't watching anything with Nicki Minaj. I was strolling on my timeline, and they had Nicki Minaj, like, shaking her ass. And it looked like it was two refrigerators, like, too many refrigerators Bouncing her ass. I'm like, oh, that shit is horrible, bro. Um, cancer culture is only for people who can't can't bounce back from it. We've learned that throughout history. We learned that throughout of all time. That is like Chris Brown bounced back. Uh, I don't know, but he bounced. Chris Brown bounced back. Chris Brown went through some years of that cancel shit with that Rihanna situation, but he bounced back. Like, he made so much music to the point, he made so much good music to the point where you had no choice but to like him. 
You had no choice but to like rock out with them type shit. So cancel culture, cancel culture is only for people who can bounce back. Like if you have if you have an I don't give a fuck attitude to cancel culture, then like Dave Chappelle, then you won't get canceled. Like Bernie Mac probably would have never got canceled because he's not playing both sides. You see what I'm saying? Like he's not playing both sides. So if you slip up, so if you slip up and you fuck around, say some shit or do some shit they don't like, you would get canceled because you was you were playing both sides type shit. You know what I'm saying? So your balance is not really there. Well, Bernie Mac, he wasn't playing both sides. He was like, yo, this is what the fuck I stand on. This is what the fuck I believe. Bernie Mac would have never got canceled in his time because he's not wavering on his, his decision. Patrice O'Neill, they don't wait. They don't waver on their feelings to shit. You know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle, that's why Dave Chappelle, they tried to cancel him. And today is a little different. Today is a little harder. Well, to, today is harder to get canceled. And it can be a and it could be hard. And it could be difficult on you too. Because Dave Chappelle, they're blocking him from getting money from these arenas. So he's going in there like, yo, I'm about to get a hundred thousand dollars to do this and then they saying we don't want you here so you lose a hundred thousand dollars type shit but it's also easy because you have so many people that want to see you that it's like you're going to get paid regardless so it's we in a weird time where it's like even if you get canceled today social media and Dave Chappelle don't have social media but social media can carry you through that cancellation today because it's like Okay, you got 20 million followers. Okay, let's just say 10 million don't fuck with you, but the other 10 is supporting you. You still good. You put a fucking designer shirt out there, some socks, and you will make your money. Like, it's not really a way to cancel somebody completely today. You know what I'm saying? Back then, you can cancel somebody because, you know, these companies had a lot more power over people. They they were the power. You know what I'm saying? So you can easily like be like, oh, we canceling you. Like the uh, McNilly Vanilli, uh, Millie Vanilli, when they got canceled for faking that, they not the only motherfucking singers out there who wasn't singing a shit live and all that shit. But they got canceled because it was around that time where the machine ran you. You know what I'm saying? So you could get ran off the face of the fucking earth. Even though all these guys today, they're not singing their fucking shit. The audio, auto, auto tune doing it. Niggas ain't writing their own music. It's the same shit as McVilly McVilly, whatever their name is. And these niggas ain't getting canceled. Because today it's like the social media is the machine, but each individual have their own machine today. It's not one machine. It's not like the rapper from the West Coast got to go to New York to go to Def Jam to get signed type shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I don't have to go to Def Jam. If anything, Def Jam got to come to me because I've run my city over here. West Coast, I've run it. Down South, I've run it. If you want to do business with me, you got to come to me. It's not the other way around. Like where Master P was selling millions of dollars out of his trunk with the CDs where he had to go to Def Jam or Universal to get a deal. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no. Like, if you selling that type of records today, even if it's 50,000 or 60,000 records, they're going to come to you. You know what I'm saying? It's not the other way around because 
You are the system. Your social media, the way you move, the way people look at you is the system today. So you are your own Fortune 500 company. So being canceled today is a lot difficult than it used to be. Someone in Illinois woke up a billionaire Saturday after a single ticket won the Mega Millions lottery jackpot. Whoo! A single ticket. Shout out to them. Hope it was a nigga. Hmm. But anyway, do we have anything else on the, uh, what they call it, the docket? What they call that shit? Democrats blast Hulu for not running ads about abortion and gun laws amid midterm campaigns. So now they're about to start running those ads. See, this is the problem with people who, this is the problem with everybody having their opinion. Everybody feels out their opinion is worse shit, bro. Let me tell you something right now. You hit me with that. This is my opinion type shit. And I don't fucking know you. Or I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your opinion, nigga. This is what the fuck I say. What I say goes, nigga. Unless we fucking know each other. I got some sort of respect for you or some shit. Everybody got a fucking opinion. How? Remember in school what they say? Raise your hand when you want to speak, nigga. It ain't just because you got an opinion. You can just talk and say what the fuck you want. No, nigga. Now everybody got an opinion, even people that don't matter, even people who, who, who are these people, who knows? Everybody got to say about some shit, and it's like, no, nigga, no. You say don't mean shit. You might feel like your opinion means something. Hey, and it might, who knows? But around here, the motherfuckers who, who, who are respected, who get to the bag, who is doing it, those are the ones who opinions matter. Just like when you get into that billionaire world, who got who got whose opinion really matters? The billionaires. The ones who control this shit. Those are the ones, if you're not controlling nothing or you don't have no say in nothing, if you're not your opinion is shit. And I keep trying to tell people, I don't give a fuck about how you feel about some shit, about an opinion. It don't matter. I'm not gonna I'm not never gonna put you in a space where you're gonna get hurt or injured or something. So save your fucking opinion. That's the problem. There's no order. There's no order. There's no order. Everybody feel like they got something they wanna get off their chest. There's no order. There's a fucking pyramid scheme. Bruh. Plain and simple. There's a there's a hierarchy, there's the middle, and there's the bottom tier. Plain and simple. That's usually how it goes, bro. And it's not a bad thing. It's just you have to work harder to get to that top tier. You have to work harder. You see what I'm saying? Today, anybody can. A fake motherfucker, a rat motherfucker, this motherfucker. Everybody got something to say. Everybody got an opinion on something. This is just what I... It's like, ah, right, whatever, I guess. And that's why... That's why this shit, that's why the earth, if you notice, the world is falling apart. There's no order. It's all chaos. Nobody knows who. Nobody. nobody. The, the, the dude, the cop dude who choked out the lady 
for stopping him from beating up a fucking dude that was in handcuffs. He choked her the fuck out. He finally got, I think it was aggravated assault or assault on another officer or some shit like this. Like, why is this nigga even still working? Why is this nigga even still, like, you choke, you supposed to be fired, bro. If I turn around, if if I choke you the fuck, I, like, the world is upside down. Because nobody wants to be wrong. Everybody want to be perfect in the eyes of people that got these opinions. So it's like nothing is ever going to be in this. Like sometimes you want it to be some friction there. That's the competitive nature. Sometimes you want that. You don't always want this shit to be super easy to the point where you don't even like. You don't even appreciate the journey that took you to get there because you're already there. I don't want it to be, I don't want my niggas to get killed by cops and, and you know, racist motherfuckers, but I, I, I need it to be some racist people around to keep me understanding, like, who the fuck I am. You see what I'm saying? Like, you need that. You need those fuck-ups and mistakes to happen so you know. You don't need everything to be easy. I don't need the person that come in 10th place to get a fucking award that the first place person got. I don't need that. Like, I need motivation. I need me to know that I need to work harder at this to get to where I need to be. I need that. And who's, now, it might be a limit. There might be a, a, a ceiling that you reach, but as long as that ceiling is where you, like, getting to where you got to get to, then that's fine. If your ceiling is top 10, you don't want the award, but today, you can make money from being top 10. You can make money from being top 20. You can make money because you are, like I was saying before, you are the system. So today you can make money, but don't worry about everybody's opinion. Don't, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but don't be on the fence. Don't be trying to play both sides. Yo, you believe in what you believe in. As long as you're not hurting nobody, as long as you, that's what happens when everybody got their own opinion. That's what they can do and that's what they can stand on. It's like, yo, I got my, this is my opinion, and this is what I feel like niggas should get or niggas shouldn't get. Like, they just passed a bill that, block, they just blocked a bill from veterans getting fucking, you know, benefits and shit type shit. It's like, the world is upside down, bro. And maybe I just went into like a, a rant there and it was like going in circles. But what I'm trying to say and to, to simplify it is what I'm trying to say is this. My child has an opinion. But is my decision to give a fuck or not to give a fuck? That's the question. And if I say... Go clean your room. I don't care about how your opinion might be feel or how you might feel about it. I'm telling you to go clean your room. I'm telling you to go sweep the floor. I'm telling you to go windex the mirrors. I don't fucking know what it is. You that's what I'm saying about all these people. All these people not supposed to have opinion. Some of these people are kids. And I'm not saying kids in like kids i'm saying like some of these motherfuckers are fucking idiots they don't get opinions 
They can say what they want. They can speak up. And, and we even today, we would even listen to what they got to say. But at the end of the day, okay, fine. This is what you're going to do. These niggas need order. They need some sort of direction. That's why the world is falling apart. There's no direction. Everybody is following everybody. Everybody is stuck on what stupid type shit. That's the problem. Once everybody get off of stupid and realize, okay, I'm not doing this just because my, like, I don't know what how to fucking explain it. I don't even give a fuck no more. It's just weird, bro. The U.S. teacher sentenced to 14 years for traveling to Russia with cannabis. And of course, they brought up Brittany Griner. Because that's how it is, bro. You go to these other fucking countries with shit that you should not be with. Let me tell you something. You're not in the United States where you get an R&R release under your own recordness. You're not getting that, bro. You go to these other countries that is illegal to do shit and have it. They will send your ass to jail for 50 years. So that's why, yes, it's free Britney Griner. I get it. But you went somewhere illegally with some stuff shit that you wasn't supposed to have. Regardless if, if it was a little bit or not, it don't matter. Because... What they're not going to say is Brittany Griner is not probably not going to get 14 years because you know why? She probably got the bestest of lawyers of helping her. I'm pretty sure LeBron probably called and said, whatever you need, I got you. I'm pretty sure they send a bunch of money over there to her. So she, she might do sometimes. She might not. Even though they just Biden and them just wanted to swipe. They're about to swipe. for. The, I didn't want to get into it because it's so fucking dumb. So now this is the reason why I didn't want to get into shit like this. Because there's people over there right now that's doing time because they fucked up like this, bro. You go over there with weed to Russia when it's illegal. Your ass is going to jail for 20 fucking years, bro. Hasta la vista, baby. And people's like, if that was LeBron James. No, no, no. This is Brittany Griner who has an NBA and a WNBA standing behind her. So she's probably going to get out of jail for doing illegal shit. But we're going to look past that. We're going to look past her actually doing some shit illegal because of what? She playing a WNBA? So she's basically getting the same treatment as LeBron James, even though LeBron James probably would have been out because he was in the NBA. She's getting the same treatment as LeBron was getting just on a lower level for him. That's it. That's it. You think they're going to trade... Unless they make a big fuss about it, you think they're going to trade this U.S. teacher? A fucking a staple in a bag of ruffle cheddar cheese onion chips to get her out of jail? Fuck no, they not. And plus, not only did you do it, you did it when they were in the middle of the war. So everything is moving slow. Any by, Everything is moving at its regular pace, which is slow as fuck when you in jail. Everything when they let you let me tell you something when they let you out of jail when you get the release date and they get you it takes 10 hours to get out. 
That's how long it takes. You be sitting down there waiting to get out. Seriously, they tell you you're, you're released 8, 8 a.m. You up 8 a.m. You're downstairs. And guess what? You won't leave out that bitch till 9 p.m. That's how the jail system works. Slow than a motherfucker. So, fine. But I don't feel no type of way about this Britney Grinder shit. Because if they saying what she did, which was illegal, then fuck. You got to deal with the consequences. But she's not. Or maybe she is a little bit. But they probably going, they probably going, they're trying to get her out of there. Something that a lot of these motherfuckers won't have. So she, they keep trying to compare her to LeBron James as if LeBron James isn't worth a billion dollars. It's not the same. It is different. But they are trying to get her out. It's just they're in the middle of a war. Russia ain't fucking with the United States right now. And that's what happens. You don't even you don't even realize the people that they got stuff up under these prisons until some shit like this happened. And now you're seeing, oh, we'll trade you this motherfucker. This we'll trade you this traitor for these two motherfuckers. You don't even you don't even know who these people are, but these motherfuckers are stuffed under prison somewhere. <laughs> and now we're trading them for Britney Grinder. <laughs> Think about that shit for a second. They just picking up anybody out of prison and say, yo, we'll give you back this nigga for these motherfuckers. Because if because if they if they if they send his ass back to Russia, instead of doing 50 years, he probably do 200 years over there type shit. Like who knows how this shit works, bro? It's always something with these motherfuckers, bro. Always. And I don't fucking know. Oh, I do kind of want to talk about that too. I was going to play the uh, the sound, but I'm not going to play the sound. It was this guy who pulled up on this homeless dude. It was this guy who pulled up on this homeless dude who he knew from high school. And he said he used to bully him or used to hate on him in school. And now that the dude is fucked up and homeless... You know, uh, he he must have ran up. He must have seen him or something. I was like, yo, that's the kid I used to go to school with. But he homeless. So he kicking his shoes around. He said, yo, remember you used to hate on me type shit? And Nicki Minaj was like, she, this, this, she was like, yo, the blessings that you could have had, blah, blah, blah. But maybe that was his blessing. Maybe that was his blessing. To see his hater fucked up like he is. Maybe that was his blessing. Who was you to say that it wasn't? Let me tell you something, man. That's why it's always... And I'm going to give you all a quick story, and then I'm going to end the podcast. That's why it's always good to be good to people. Plain and simple. Because when I was growing up, I was the guy in high school. I was that guy. It was a few of us, but I was the guy, right? And I never looked down on nobody. I never talked behind nobody back. Nothing, never. And it was this chick. This is a couple. This is a couple. This is just a couple of things that happened. 
there was to this day i got i i got people on my phone right now that i follow on, on, on social media that went to that school back in the day and they said yo whatever you need whatever you need bro I got you, you know what I mean? You looked out for me when we, when we was in high school type shit. Yo, if you ever need anything, hit me up, bro. It was this chick, right? This white chick in my school. And I'm not trying to sound disrespectful, but I'm telling you right now, you ever see the penguin off of Batman? Danny DeVito played the penguin. Her body and she had a nose just like that. I'm not joking, bro. She really looked like that. The body and everything. But I never looked at her like that. People was talking about I said, yo, chill. Now, mind you, I'm that guy. So if I say that, not only does it, not only are they going to listen, but she also going to look at it like, wow, you know, he stood up for me type shit. But I did that with my, that's why when you in your zone, and I call it a zone, but when you're in your zone, how do you treat people, bro? When you in your moment, because I don't know if we all get moments, but when we do get that moment and you know you get that moment, I call it the zone. Where it's like you can't do no wrong. Like you just in the zone. Everything going right for you. Everything is just is just in the everything. Every puzzle piece is clicking everything. You're like you're not even missing a shot type shit. Who are you during that time? Are you an asshole? You know what I'm saying? Are you a good person? Like, who are you during your zone? And everybody's trying to say, like, he shouldn't have did that to that guy. It's like, no. That dude, when he had his moment and he had his zone, he decided he wanted to talk shit about people. That's fine. But if a motherfucker catch you like this and you talk bad about him and he up a little bit, this is what you going to get, bro. And the white chick that was in my school that I stood up for, we graduated the same year. Her father, let me tell you something. My school was in the middle of nowhere, which means it was white the fuck out. And those white folk did not like niggas over there, bro. I'm telling you that right now. This, this female's dad rented me out a limousine. And rented out a whole fucking uh building, like a like a dinner hall or some shit, a nice, really, really nice. Rented the whole thing out for me. For me and her. Not on some together shit, but she must her dad owned like a grocery store or some shit, right? So he had rented, he had he was like, yo. I appreciate you for, you know, you standing up for my daughter and all that shit. So it's like, it's all about how you treat people in your zone. How do you treat people? Now, there's going to be some motherfuckers that's different. Some There's going to be some motherfuckers that you meet that you got no choice. You know what I'm saying? But to be like, yo, y'all just didn't meet eye to eye and shit, t- shit happens. But for the most part, how did you treat people when you were in your zone, bro? And I got to honestly say, I never treated nobody bad when I was in my zone. When I had it, like when it was just like me, me, me type shit, I never treated nobody bad, bro. That's why today, if I was ever in a situation where, but this dude is completely fucked up. He drugged out and all that. But it's like, 
If I was ever in that situation, I almost can guarantee you, if a motherfucker that a motherfucker see me that that knows me, he would be like, "Yo, dog, come on, bro, I got you." Because it's about how you treated people when you were in that zone, and I and I and I pride myself on treating people right. Even back then, I never used. Any of my power for evil at all. I always looked out for people. I always made sure people had food when they didn't have it. When me and my shorty used to live in that building back in the day. And the fucking Hurricane Sandy happened. A Hurricane Hurricane Sandy happened. And it um in the whole building. The, the, the water had flooded up in the fucking building. We couldn't get out. We was in that building for like a week straight. And we couldn't get out that motherfucker, right? I had ordered everybody. I had ordered everybody on the floor with me. The whole floor. All breakfast and shit. All breakfast and lunch and shit. That's why I wish my shorty was here. Though we I ordered the whole I ordered hundreds and hundreds of dollars of food to make sure motherfuckers were straight, bruh. Cause we were stuck in that place. I mean, I wasn't that rich to where it's like, yo, I'm you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to drop a million dollars for everybody in this building. But everybody on my floor, I made sure, like, yo, I, you know, what you need, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I got you. That shit happens, man. But when you went, that's when the Hurricane Sandy had happened, I think. And we was in a bad part, too, bro. We was watching the Hurricane Sandy happen. And it was a motherfucker holding on to, like, this... What's that? You ever like a crane place? What's the name of that? Where it'd be like these big ass. It's like it's like the trucks be pulling them, but they're like they're not like a back of a truck, but it's like a big ass metal. Uh, is it? That's not called a crane, but it's like this big ass. They even make houses out of them and shit. Like if you watch this, like these where like they make even make houses out of these like these these metal tanks and shit. Really big metal tanks. There was a motherfucker floating on that shit, bro. It went by us. Nigga, it was floating, bro. Because me and my shorty used to live right on the ocean. I'm not joking. You can see the ocean. Like, you can, when you wake up, you can smell the ocean. You know what I'm saying? You step out, like, there'd be, like, residue of sand. That's how close we were to that fucking ocean. And I remember just when it was getting bad, bro. Me and this white boy had went outside. That was the dumbest thing I ever did, bro. We That was not the dumbest, but it was one of the dumbest things I've ever did. Because the Hurricane Sandy was happening and we were in the middle of that shit. We went to the beach, bro. We couldn't see no water, my nigga. All the... No, no. Am I... No, no. I'm, I could be lying. The, no, we did see water because it wasn't a tsunami. The water was out. Like, we couldn't get to the sand, we couldn't get to the beach because all the water was out of the ocean. It was all out of the ocean, the beach. And then the fucking lights, the lights were like, the sky wasn't even blue. Like, it, the sky wasn't, <clears throat> it was weird because we just kept seeing these blue lights flicker. Blue lights, flick, flick. And it was, it was dark time, but you would think it was light outside. Because it was flickering blue lights every couple seconds. <clears throat> like it was fucking. Somebody told me it was the um 
the circuit breakers or some shit like that blowing up. Like the lights that's like those things that be on the top of those big ass silver things that be on top. Those things were exploding and they were exploding back to back. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, bro. We couldn't get to the beach because it, the water was in the fucking parking lot. It was crazy that Hurricane Sandy, bro. It was crazy, bro. <clears throat> the next day, niggas tried to go outside. God said, nah, 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 nigga. Not today. Not today. Niggas was floating. I'm surprised the building we was in, because it was an old building. I'm surprised the building we wasn't that we was in didn't sink. Bro, we seen the motherfucker floating in that water, bro. I don't know if that nigga died or what, but that nigga was floating in that water. And we tried to we we actually helped somebody because the the uh uh the dude was floating and he must have grabbed onto a tree and we tried to help him, but he was across the street. But he was across the street, across he was across the street from the building. We were so close, but we couldn't help him because the water was going by so fast. And he was like, yo, my shorty, he was like, my chick, my chick. This motherfucker floating down the street. I'm not that shit was crazy, bro. Cause this shit happened so long that I, I be forgetting some of the story. I be forgetting like some of the details of the story. The dude was floating, but he got he 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 got uh he attached himself to something. But I remember him stand, sitting on a pole and it was nothing that he can do. He was just standing there. I guess, man, that's, man, man. And the shorty went by. He was like, yo, I lost my shorty, bro. Oh, I don't know what happened to them, bro, but. Damn. Can you imagine, like, when shit like that happened to all the homeless people? Like. Man, I don't fucking know. But that's gonna be it. Do I I don't man, I'm gonna play some music, man. But yeah, uh excuse me. Let me tell y'all something. What wait for you by future has that motherfucker had every every fucking big artist album came out from Drake to Kendrick. To Beyonce, this nigga song it won't go, it won't leave number one, bro. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. That feature song is just it's just up there, bro. But anyway, I'm gonna end on that, man. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I could have done a lot better. I apologize if it was fucked up, you know. But you know, this is just me freestyling, man. I don't. You know, I don't be having really shit written down like that to where it's like, like I'm going into detail. It's like I, I try, I, I, I probably should do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I probably should do that, but I hate doing that because to me, it just takes the passion that I have for the topic out if I'm practicing it, you know what I'm saying, while during the week and shit, like. But I probably should do that to have more structure and shit like that, you know. But my passion just goes with it. And I don't like having the... Anyway. But I'm going to play some Beyonce. I'm playing the number one song. I haven't listened to the album. But I'm going to play the number one song that's on I, that's on Apple Music right now. And I appreciate y'all for being here for rocking out, man. Real shit. I love you guys, man. Real shit, bro.
Oh, it's not plugged in? Yeah. That's how I ball. 